0: Nelson Sports Show that's with DJ Chappers. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the inaugural uh, sports show about fan. So yeah, uh, we got the Premier League coming up this weekend, I thought um, Yeah, we're good to do a bit of a show about sports because obviously I'm quite passionate about football and stuff, so. Yeah, hopefully we we'll there the first of many, and many, hopefully catch some guests on as well. There's a lot of uh, sports podcasts out there don't think. We can do as pretty similar some robots then. this week I've got we've we have got the the uh as boys and nationalities. could it be the World World Women's World Cup as well this uh this one. So we got a show focusing on all the songs well, from um, each of the knockout stages, the 16 teams. I've got a song for each of the teams. And then, yeah, then we are going to be also talking about the Women's World Cup and hopefully, yeah, doing a bit of a prediction of who, if, who I going to win it, if England can win it or whatever. And then, I've got this show today, which is all about the, the Premier League, which is starting this weekend. So I think those the first game's on the twelfth. then my team had united to play on the fourteenth. And it's Wolverhampton, I think. So yeah. You're gonna be doing a run through of their signings. breakthrough Talents are a tip to be big, underrated and overhyped players. And then a prediction of who's gonna win what. Then which of the newly promoted teams. There are going to be revelations on which we're going to struggle. You know, predicting the relegation and a my prediction of the 11th of the season. You know, we discussing our fantasy football team. And then I mean deciding you, when I'll be back at the end, so yeah, we got a lot to get to. So that's the in- introduction. So the uh that's well, the Premier League starts on the the twelfth. And, yeah, a lot of teams have improved with uh, the signings you have got. I okay. Man City have improved a little bit. But I still think Man City are going to be a, a team to be reckoned with. Because, yeah, they've, uh, well, they've signed... They like the only player that they signed today is Kovacic from Chelsea. And then Mores and Gundigan have left, which is uh, quite surprising. Because the was quite a good player for them, and good so to Gundigan. Considering he was their captain last season, it's a bit surprising, but Yeah, there's still they're still the team. They've still got Holland up front, of course, so. And there's still going to be a team to be with. And then. And then you look at the Arsenal side, they've got Deckford Rice. Which is still a bit of a sore subject to me, because I really wanted to side Rice. One of many nights to side Rice, I thought, can we side him, we'd, we'd be a contender for the league. But we didn't, we let him slip through our fingers and he went to Austin. Which is a bit disappointing, also, can of defend Julian Timber? Who, uh, we was a uh, tip to we'd try and get. But again, we didn't get him either. Which is a bit annoying, but because he was he played Ajax under Tan Hargar manager, and I think he would have been a great addition to our squad, but it weren't to be. And then he got Havertz from Chelsea, then the I probably did for Raya, the goalkeeper. That Brentford, that Havertz has been a bit of a flop since coming to the UK into the English League. They played in Germany to play in England it's totally different. And then some players either do, can do it and other players can't. Then, yeah. But yeah, they brought a bit, bit of the Brentford goalkeeper, Raya. And then, surprisingly, another player I was surprised to leave was, like, with good to good at City was Rani Xhaka. He was, yeah, he was always like, Catch a ticket in the middle of the park. You know what I had I usually I thought thoughts a bit of a weird one. And then, basically, when we would talk about Chelsea. They literally, all the players have literally left. Like, got the team have been shipped out. Just a bit of a mad one, really. So then they really went downhill. Last season. Not even in the European, uh, positions. And the other player they've signed is Sanchez, the uh the Brighton goalkeeper. That's the only player. And they've signed also De Sossi and Piaz in. And I think yeah, they're they not really convincing signing really, I wouldn't say. They're not someone that's gonna meet you win the league side, two plays you've not heard of. And then that's all the players have gone. Another player they lost Was Mount Who uh, came to us So he's, he's our new number seven And I think he could Do a good job For us And then We've also signed uh, A new goalkeeper Onana Um Andre Onana Who used to play at Ajax And he was Under Ten Hag When he was manager Because I think We, we let De Gea go I was a bit bit upset that he'd left, but I think it was the right time considering it he'd been with us for over twelve years. He was the 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 last man standing from the original squad that he left. And he he'd been a good servant. He he it saved us on many occasions occasion. Not his distribution let him down a few times. And in the last few seasons he made some big mistakes like in Recently, Most recently In the Athletic got final Where he, he dropped the ball Through his fingers into the net So it, I think it, His career had run its course With us I think And then it was time for him to go Because obviously he's still going to be a legend and yeah So hold on What he's going to bring to our team is distribution and I think Over 60% of Goal kicks and throw outs from De Gea, went to an opposition player whereas with O'Nada only uh, 20% goes to the opposition or uh, 15% but 89% of the time he gets it to one of our players like, with there, we we were scared of passing it back and all the modern game is all about playing it back to the keeper. So I think now that we can't play it back to O'Donada is a good thing. Yeah, they will give us more opportunities to play out, like Liverpool play that way. And so the Man City with Edison, Liverpool with Alisson. So I think that staff player is going to improve massively. Because the amount of attacks we couldn't have, because Day it kicks out of the play. Straight through a throw into the opposition. It's once you've got possession you need to keep it. Otherwise you just attack and attack. We the defenders couldn't get any rest time, I think. That's why we uh um, a lot of goals. Oh yeah. That be he's a good signing, so Mountain O'Down are great. And then we've also signed back Johnny Evans from Leicester. The, uh, his contract ran out and he, he came back to us, which i much actually really happy about. I think King Maguire is to stay. I think he, he played with Johnny Evans at Leicester and he had a good partnership. So Maybe having that, that, that comfort, having a player you played with before next year, he might actually improve Maguire as well. And he's he's one of our homegrown players that that came to our academy, so it's great to have him home. And then we've actually we've actually managed to sign a young striker this week, this year, Rosslyn's Highland from Atalanta. So we 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 try to sign young strikers for a long time, we, but we always sign Ibrahimovic at the end of his career, Cavani at the end of his career. No, i dead cost on load, I don't know what that was about. But we've actually got a young striker who is tipped to be the new Holland Yeah. So you've got Holland and we've got Highland. yeah. It'll be a, a battle of the sixth or eighth strikers now. So yeah, I'm really happy with our side so far. I just think we, we need another full back and a centre back. Then a midfielder, because we got Mount, but we need someone where Casemiro is. Because obviously, Casemiro is a, he's a great player, but when he's out, you can really tell he's out. We we missed him a lot. So yeah, I know Liverpool's signings. They, uh they've signed McAllister from Brighton. I think with, with all the other tacky plays Liverpool have got, I think they, they create a lot of chances. I think McAllister will, should, should thrive there. But obviously, time will tell. And then Spurs. You know, we got Juventus. I, I think it will be a good signing, to be fair. They've got James Madison from Brighton. Uh, Leicester, sorry. And I think it'll be a good sign. I think we was, we was t- was looking at Madison, but we didn't go for it. But I think Tottenham like they're whole English players, but when it United go for English players, particularly, yeah, put the price tag up. But yeah, I think, I think James Madison was a good player. Of course, got in the England squad recently. And I think it'll be a good sign for them. And then, they uh, got Vicario and <laughs> Solomon from Shaqsa Adonis. I don't know much about Vicario, but Solomon, I think, is a winger, so... I think he'll be a good side to Spurs, and yeah. And then, Austin uh, Duller's side, Pau Torres from I think he's a the midfield, I think he'll be a good signing for them. Moussa D'Arby from Leverkusen Rico Richard from West Brom that's interesting uh, Juri Tielemans from last round of free. I, mean, I really like Juri Tielemans I think he had a lot to win but I think he's a good signing and then they've, they've got rid of Oster Young he has gone to Everton and I think that that's a good signing for Everton. Very experienced all about right now and I think he's got a lot to offer, even in set pieces wise. Really good. And then Brentford, a really interesting one that I've seen. i looking forward to seeing this signing. It's Romeo Beckham who is signed them Into My Which is David Beckham's franchise in the MLS. And I've seen videos of Romeo Becker. He actually takes uh three kicks. Like his dad. So I think he's gonna be a really exciting signing. And yeah, then we've got the really surprising one in this window was Mbappe for You yeah. know to go to a Saudi team for 189 million. It's getting ridiculous though, I think they need to start Putting a cap on it because It's getting dangerous They need to put a cap on it I think And I'm just looking through the signings and there's, some, there's not many People that have made good signings really The smaller teams haven't really added much And um, yeah, Brighton have actually signed James Miller from Liverpool. I don't think they're gonna even get a lot of experience in James Miller. Not, not not one of my favourite players, but he when uh, he played for Leeds, Newcastle and Liverpool. is not really my cup type of player. He's uh, a bit of a rival. I then um, really I made mean, a lot of Cheap signs a lot There's a few free Couple on loan got James Trafford from Man City 19 million so that's it Quite a good return to City there And Chelsea Yeah There's not not many players I've heard of There's Zang There's also from Monaco Jackson And Cuckoo Payez Sanchez Hugo Chukwu Gabriel, Matos, Narera and Samuel Smith, so, yeah, not, not, really that I'm, uh, aware of there, but, yeah. And then, out, Havit, Kovacic, Lotus Cheek, Mount, Pulisic, Abdu, Kulibali, Mendy, Abu, Amarang, Aztelequeta, Macte, Kante, yeah, a lot of players out. Loads of players. Yeah, and they've got they've got a big task ahead of them. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, what Wil- Wil- Wilton Giles left Crystal Palace. That a surprise. But yeah, so not so, all the side, really. We could, could be there all day. I think. Yeah. No, no. Next, I'm going to be talk, uh, discuss what we're going to be discussing. Some of the breakthrough players that all, oh, they're going to, be, going to be good. So, we've got 18-year-old Irish striker, Evan Ferguson, who enjoyed an eye-catching breakout campaign for Brighton and Hove last season. Scored six goals in 19 games. And he's chopped up 10 goals and 3 assists Across all competitions Now, Ferguson looks destined to enjoy Even more success this season And then we've got Alejandro Garnacho at Man United So, he may only just be 18 But he's already already got 5 goals and 5 assists For Man United He's he's already in the Argentinian team the gift of Argentine we get lots, three goals and two assists in 19 Premier League appearances last season making him one of the most exciting teenagers in this division and then we've got Julio Ed Siso from Brighton and he enjoyed a hugely successful end to the 22-23 season then Red Four goals and two assists across Brighton's final 12 in these games Thanks largely to a memorable long-range strike against Man City The 19 year old Paraguayan has already made a name for himself He's going to be excited looking forwards Rico Lewis You you don't often fight the Guardiola City Unless you are a special player. And Rico Lewis is certainly one of those. got just 18, this, this style Englishman made 14 league appearances last year. Making 10 starts while coming off the bench on 4 occasions. So you know, he's one to watch. He can play a number of positions. So yeah, keep your eye out for that player. And then, Masatic, uh, at Liverpool. Sadly, Massatic's twenty two campaign was cut short by injury, but the eighteen year old Spaniard made a really a really big impression on it the Reds Reds before he became injured. Masatich clearly gained his trust of Jürgen Klopp. Meaning meaning his bound for more opportunities when he's fit. And then we got Badonotti from Brighton the Head. So he's the third Brighton teenage teenager on the list and that tells you everything you need to know. And about the Brighton's smart recruitment. Yeah, got some really good young players. So the eighteen year old has already made 18 international debut here. has already made his international debut for Argentina The destined to add to his 13 Premier League appearances and then we've got Hall at, at Chelsea you know there's no secret that Chelsea spent a massive amount of money and loads of big name stars who didn't yell but Lewis Hall of the potential to break into the Blues' first team. At just 18, Hall has 12 Premier League appearances under his belt, and should get even more in the coming years. Yeah, so he's going to be big, and I think he played a few games at the end of last season. Yeah, maybe they do need to look at their own, like, uh, academy and see. What they can get, rather than just spending billions of pounds. A lot of teams can learn from that, I think, ourselves included. And then we've got Ethan Unwary at Arsenal. He made headlines last season as the teenager became the youngest player in history to teach it in England's top flight. Unwary was introduced as a late substitute against Brentford in September, aged just 15. And 181 days. That's some story to tell at school on a Monday. Now, Mikel Arteta clearly rates the midfielder. And then, where expected to spend more time around the first time this season, after turning down interest from Chelsea and Man City to sign a new deal with the Gunners. The 16-year-old remarkably bombed after the opening of the Emirates Stadium That signed a new scholarship laws with Arsenal and has agreed a professional deal when he turned 17 in March His commitment to a new deal with a major boost for Arsenal With anyone regarded as one of England's football most exciting young talents he has scored 8 goals in 17 appearances in England at under-17 level Now he's going to be an exciting player And with him being English as well, really, really exciting so, yeah. And then, oh, right, we've got also another one here Joshua and Raksaki. So Crystal Tice takes the difficult task of replacing Wolf and Zaha this summer, after the club's talisman decided against renewing his contract at Selhurst Park. Palace, however, could have ready-made replacements for the Ivorian within their own ranks with Raksaki. The latest exciting talents were made from the club's academy system. Raksaki Spent last season alone at Charlton and exiled in League One Earning the Clubs Player of the Year award After return Of 15 goals and 8 assists Full of fun, flair and end product It is not difficult to see Now the winger would fit in alongside the likes of Eze And Michael Say next season and then, another exciting talent that I'm looking forward to is um, what, the, the, the Mubana, he's at West Ham and they believe the the club have another special crop of talents. Canadian am after their FA the Youth Cup success last season, with the Hammers only Josh also 5-1 in the final. That win came after meeting Southampton 6-1 in the last four. A ship which saw M- Mubama got a hat-trick. Then Thor would scored again in the final as West Ham won the competition. For the first time in 24 years. Mubama was named as winner of the 22-23 Mark Noble Award. For the Young Hammer of the Year got an excellent season across various age groups scoring prolifically for the club's under 18 and under 21 side and earning senior minutes under David Morris the 18 year old scored 16 goals in all competitions at under 21 level and netted 8 goals in 5 FA Youth Cup ties for the under 18s he ended the campaign with 30 goals in party appearances in all competitions, including a third senior goal for the Hammers against AEK Larnaca in the UEFA the Europa Conference League, with Jean Lucas linked with an exit, and Mikel Antonio set to turn for next season. Me and will hope to earn a regular place in Moses Plants. So yeah, that's all the breakthrough talents and then grassroots the players. Not looking talk you more of is Emil Smith from arsenal. He's a great talent. I love the young players he just showed no fair and he's one of those. And then there's a couple of many light like players here that I've got to mention. So we got Palestry, who is gonna be a wonderful talent. We got Thorson, we got Hannibal Medchby, Daniel Gore, Manu, and uh, he he looks a really strong player in the midfield. So if he could kick on he he could be what we're looking for from uh, okay, where Casemiro plays. And then we've got Thorson, who's a winger. Uh, he looks really pacey. Then again, I think he could get chances this season. Like Hannibal Metchewi me as well. I think he deserves some chances in their uh, League Cup and uh, stuff like that. So hopefully we can see more of him. And then Dan Gore, another player who's in the in the midfield. So if Daniel go on man who can push on and catch uh, get some chances that they they they've got a chance of like uh, being now Casamiros uh, out out of the teeth for whatever reason and then there's Nico Williams that they were ballooned. could be a really good talent. And then there's Callie Gallagher Chelsea who is another good young talent. They you know, had a great breakout season with Norwich. Uh, was it Norwich? No, was it Crystal Palace, sorry. He could be a really good sided, not sided, good player. And I really liked siding him after he'd be a, a great young player too. to have in your team. So now I'll just touch on the underrated players that, we, that are about. So, we up right. Man United's Casemiro, our Rolls Royce, in the heart of our defence. Cool as a cucumber, calm and collected. He is a very smooth operator, he keeps us ticking. An unbelievable signing, who I can't wait to see more of this season. Then, Lisandro Martinez, our Man United. The Butcher, our Bulldog, in the middle of our defence. Unever reliable hard tackling Fierce, small but mighty defender One my favourite player Of our modern era Then we got Oroban Bissaka The best tackler in our squad And one of the best defensive fullbacks in the league It's just his attacking ability that prevents him From being the best fullback in the league now then we got Christian Eriksen my pacemaker buddy and my hero what a comeback former player that bearing in mind had a heart attack during a competitive game for Denmark and that was then thought to be the end of his career but he recovered got a pacemaker fitted and then signed for Man United he came into the team and quietly Made us into a better team overnight His contribution is immeasurable And according to stats last season Ericsson did the most running out of our squad And he was in the top 5 of the whole league Considering he has a heart condition That is quite impressive And then Eric Dyer, diet are uh, at Tottenham. So many did say he is diet by name, diet by nature. But I actually think he's a good player. There's dire reliable, hard working, he does the daily work with a plan. Not say he can ask a player like that. Then that's what he does. No questions ask you play where you put him i are very hard working and keeps West Ham's midfield ticking he has a good area of presence in attacking and defensive positions in defensive positions he can score and he can stop opposition attacks from set pieces because he is always willing to put his body on the line and his head I would sign him by the United he'd, he'd be a good fit Truthout another another Weston play he's got good energy box to box he's a box to box fullback and can be strong and impenetrable at times also threatening attacking areas um, yeah another player i would try a great thing that I'd love to have and I Abdelad Corey at, at Everton I know he was DJ JT's favourite player and he scored the winning goal for Everton to keep them up last season and yeah he's the maximum up midfielder he's good at defensive on attacking he's good at scoring goals he can start goals like Sushek. yeah He's a great asset for Everton. but he can keep, stay fit. Everton will stay up quite easy. And <laughs> now for the overhyped players. So. Jack Green, at City. Like, what does he actually do? That time we look at he was on the floor, rolling rounds. All, all he's good at is winning free kicks. That's all he's good at. No, I'm moaning at the referee. Really can't stand that. Nah, really. Nah, 100 million is not an 100 million pound player. Really glad we didn't sign him. But, yeah, Man City can have him for all I care. And at Liverpool. Surely is the player Liverpool thought they were signing. Because uh, the they was signing the Netherlands isn't that player. And then when, when it was Man United like in Liverpool, I'd do when we got battered, he, he decided to turn it on, yeah. A chance to turn it on there, it? <laughs> and then... Harry Kane got Tottenham. Yeah, bit of a bit of a rough player, a bit of a thug, so... Not really my type of play it, but... He, he's probably one of the players that could have about your team, but... Not, not against it. But yeah, don't really know what else to offer really other than being the Master of the Dark Arts. There you get a dirty player, but yeah. Joel Linton at Newcastle is just an overpriced striker. He couldn't score and so he's become a, a, a centre to defensive mid and because he can't hit a bad dark. Not I'm still not convinced even a CDN. And then Bruno Guimaraes, another over- overpriced midfielder at Newcastle. Overpriced midfielder at Newcastle. And then he doesn't convince me either. Like they I go my great eat Bruno, Bruno. At the end of the day, there's only one Bruno, and that's our Bruno at Man United Fernandez. He's he's not even good enough to Fernandez's boots, and then Ari Maguire, I believe he could still be the player that he was that we signed. But with each game he plays, and doesn't improve, I feel less and less convinced. so not yeah, get start to lose patience a bit. And then Van der that I just just can't see where he fits in with us unfortunately. He's always injured and he's never pushed on beside him. And then Anthony Martial is one of the most bone of players that I've ever witnessed. I watch them all and him all just strolling down with his head down. He's always injured and he always look. he, he always look. he just looks like he's got the wrong attitude. It's like he can't you don't really want to be there. So it's like just get rid of him. So I've got that Ireland. I think we should just let him go Yeah, really cut our losses this Is what it is And then Andreas Pereira at Fulham He never really convinced me when, when he played for us and He still doesn't really At Fulham, yeah he, he has pushed on a little bit At his new club But he still hasn't lived up to his potential that what he could be, and then uh, Leon Moe play at Everton is as useful as a chocolate player He He's even at a barn door, and OJT no, used to hate when he was good, he was in the lineup. Well, yeah, not a great signing, and yeah, so yeah, that's the overhyped players, and then I think. I was going to touch on something else after that. Yep, so it was, it was my predictions that, that he's going to win what. So I think Manchester City are going to win the league again, unfortunately. And I think FA Cup, Man United, I want us to start to win that. And then the uh, League Cup as well. that would be a good, good trophy for us. Golden Boot, I think. Ireland at Man City will win that. Golden Glove. I'm hoping that I'll go The will do it. But I think it'll be Alex Edison. And then sort of thought, so it's going to be Man City number one. Man United number two. The, Liverpool number three, Spurs number four. No, I got it totally wrong. <laughs> Man City one, Man United two, Arsenal three. And then Liverpool fourth, that's what I think it'll be. And you the league places, West Ham are up there, also Brighton. And who knows the, the New teams can do well, Southampton United could be up there. But yeah, I think Fulham will be around Around the thereabouts Chelsea They'll get in Europa League West Ham, Europa Conference and Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah, Relegation I think Relegation, I'm pretty sure I think Sheffield United are going to stay up this year I've got a good feeling about that well, I think It'll be merely Luton and Thoris to go down? I just hope Everton can stay can stay out of that relegation zone. Doesn't really could do with a break from that. I don't prediction for the team of the season. Um, actually, well, touch on relegation. Actually, I think that's to good place to go down because they only stayed by the skin of their teeth they have not improved with big players or anything. No, the budget's not as big. And that's why I said barely as well. And Luton, because I think they've got very small budgets. And like Luton's not gonna get much revenue because they've only got a very small stadium. So I think, yeah. I think that's why that's why I've got chose those three teams to relegate. And now it's time for me to do the, my predicted eleven of the season. So yeah, so he, this could change throughout the season because you know he's going to be in form. He's not. He's going to uh, hit the ground running and all that lot. So yeah, no, I'm going to go for Edison in goal, and Alexander Arnold on right back, Ruben Diaz at centre back. Sandro Martin as a centre back, and then Luke Shaw at left back, and then in CDM, and Then have the Declan Rice and Odegaard and then in midfield, there but yeah second position, so sack on the right wing, and then at centre attacking mid, Rashford left wing, and then. Holland up front. That's what I'm uh, I'm gonna say he's gonna be the team because um, I, I think Rashford's gonna score a few goals. Luke is always good at left back. He's always good at attack, like on the other side, Alexander Arnold. And I think Edison only got beat by the Last season is most clean sheets. Yeah, that's what I thought my team would be, so I'll uh, write that down. And then when we do the sports show at the end of the season, we'll see how right I was. And And then, if anyone's doing Dante's football team, uh, Dante's football this year, I just thought I'd uh, Could do that with you as well. Because it's always exciting to get involved with, and you've got till tonight, uh, at 11 o'clock to get your team in, so, yeah. So again in goal, i with Edison. Then, they've got three at the back. With Ruben Diaz, Alexander-Arnold and Shaw. And then, five in midfield. With Odegaard, Almiron, Kabamin, Fernandez, Marcus Rashford, Haaland and Mitrovic. And then on the bench we're going for some cheap ones. The Braff goal. Muller for Wolves in defence and eight in defence. And then Petrol as a forward on the bench. Yeah, those are, those are my team in there, I think. with Haaland it's good to play the triple captain straight at the start. Cause you know he's gonna score. Yeah, he always scores. Yeah, there's just a bit of a everything who always scores, which is not good for the rest of us, but it's good for the league. And it's good to watch and entertain us. So, thanks for watching the listening, however you you consume the podcast. It's on YouTube and also on the, the normal podcast stream. Oh, yeah. I hope enjoyed it, I and mean, we will be doing some more of these and getting more, some guests on. And um, yeah, hopefully, we can get a, a bit of events going on. There's uh, two mates here I know that, that are up for it. One's a Lumpo fan, one's a Crew fan. I'm sure we'll it would be, be a good laugh to get those on with me. Yeah, yeah if anyone else wants to do as well. If you're into your sports, just It'll be good to get you on. So, yeah, please remember to subscribe, subscribe in the top right of your card and also a like as well, please. And then check out our other content on our website, just click on the link to the left. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Hope it's been good and not too biased. I'm trying not to be too biased with. With my predictions and stuff. So, yeah, I oh, hope oh, you enjoyed it already. Yeah, let me know what your team of the season is going to be. Oh, you got any thoughts football teams that you want to tell us about? Just chat. Yeah. yeah, drop us a comment on YouTube or message on Facebook. So, yeah, thanks guys. See you again soon. That's the Thompson Thought Show with DJ Chapters.